The year is 2008. Fans are forced to choose between Team Edward and Team Jacob when the first Twilight movie was released. Chuck Norris jokes are the height of comedy. Apple sold a mere 10 million iPhones. Beyonce and Jay-Z finally tied the knot. And War Inc. was released. In theaters? (laughs) Sure. I'm Hope Carew. And I'm Paige Smith. And And this this is History Duffs. Strong start. (laughs) Always is. (laughs) War Inc. Paige, what's your relationship like with War Inc.? Oh, wow. Is Um, the first Hilary Duff movie you ever saw? Yeah, it's a favorite. No, honestly, had never seen it before. Yeah, me neither. Uh, No? Nope. I had never even heard of it. I was 13 in 2008. Mm -hmm. I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wasn't going to the theaters to see War Inc. War Inc. Yeah, you no. weren't looking for like political war. No, not so much. Commentary. I mean, to be honest, it went over my head a lot as a 27 year old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine at 12 slash 13 trying to watch it. What about you? Same. Yeah. Same. I was not watching it. In 2008, where were you though? That's you were in yeah, Texas. Yeah. You were um, in Texas, right? Yes. Okay, I'm in Vermont. Okay, crazy. I'm, I'm suddenly, I've been moved from Cincinnati to Vermont, where I'm now going to a truly just bizarre public school in the middle of nowhere, Vermont. Um, what was bizarre about it, if you feel like sharing? The kids. The kids. Oh. The kids were bizarre. The kids were bizarre. Half of them were, like, very, very, like, acting very old for their age, is kind of the nicest way I can put that. Like getting into trouble? Like getting into trouble. Like getting pregnant, doing drugs, like getting alcohol poisoning. There was a lot of like, um, remember those bracelets? Mm, Yeah. Like sexy bracelets. mm -hmm. That was like half of my class was like doing that. And then the other half of my class was like taking purity vows. Oh, sure. And then I transferred and I was just like a very kind of in the middle Zone. Of. It sounds like you went to the school that Jen Lindley transferred to Cape Side from. Yes, I really was. And it was, but it's like, it wasn't in the city. It right. was just in the middle of nowhere, Vermont. And when uh-huh. I moved there, everyone was like, what are you doing here? Like, people didn't just move to Vermont. Yeah, yeah. They were very confused by the concept of a new student. Oh my gosh. That's, yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah, it was kind of like Footloose, I guess. Oh no. <laughs> I dancing came. was outlawed? Almost the opposite. There was too much dancing. Mm-hmm. Too much dancing and not enough um, not enough War Inc. We were not just sitting down and watching War Inc. together, which if we had, I'm sure I would have been a lot closer to my eighth grade class. Yeah, it definitely bonds you. It does. Fun I watched fact. it alone <laughs> and I feel so much more in touch with myself. With yourself. <laughs> Fun fact, I was just at my cousin's wedding and one of the bridesmaids I did go to eighth grade with in oh, Vermont yeah. for one year. What did she say about you as a 14-year-old? Well, 13. You turned 14 in July. I'm telling you, though, I turned thir- I turned 13 in July of then 2007 because I was fully 13 all of two, like not all you of two. You couldn't have been. <laughs> well, I was 13 in eighth grade. Oh, yeah, no, I'm saying you turned 14. That is why I said 14. 14 in ninth grade. Yeah, but in 2008. Right. You turned 14. Mm-hmm. That's all I was saying. Yeah. 
You can't argue with me when it's simple math. <laughs> and, and I will argue with you that it's not simple math <laughs> and that there's no such thing as simple math when your brain does not do math. My simple, brain does not do math. Simple math is oxymoronic. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. In eighth grade... Um, well, the, the eighth grade class president basically had to, who was the bridesmaid in the wedding, she had to like share a bed with me on our eighth grade DC trip because- Got to. Well, got to. Got to. But I had no one else to, to share a bed with. And so I think they just paired me with the class president because they knew she had to be nice. And I basically was saying this to her husband when I saw her, when I saw them and I was like, oh, she's so nice. Like she basically took pity on me and she did not correct me. So I, you, I was right. You really are- <laughs> McGuire sharing a room with the class president on your school trip. She was the Kate Sanders. Well, yeah, but Vermont. Originally, <laughs> Lizzie was supposed to live with Margaret. Oh, Margaret Cho. Stay with her. Margaret Cho, the comedian. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> What is it? Who is it? Margaret Chan, I think. Margaret Chan would really like me to have a glass of water. Margaret Cho. Margaret Cho, just much older than her, and but I'm still on the eighth grade Margaret field trip. Cho as the... The As Ungermeyer? Sure. <laughs> no, that's crazy. That's so funny. My apologies. My apologies. To who? To Margaret. <laughs> Chan or Cho? Both. Yeah. They, For bo- absolutely both of them. They deserve an apology. Well, enough, enough about us. Who cares about what we were doing in 2008? Not me. Not me. That's for sure. You don't even know what age you were. I'm telling you, I was multiple ages. Yeah, we all were. Mm-hmm. Unless you're born on uh, New Year's. That's true. That's so. That'd be so easy to keep track of everything. Oh, it'd be so nice. I should have started this podcast with a New Year's baby. <laughs> you live and learn. Um, what about teen icon Hillary Duff? Where was she at hmm. in 2008? What was she doing in 2008? Well, actually, we have a couple of years to catch up on because oh, yeah. 2007 is when Material Girls came out. Yes. So it's been a couple of years since then. Um, she, in 2006, later in the year, had a stalker. <gasps> she had a scary stalker situation. Um, basically, this 19-year-old from Russia... Oh. Uh, moved to... Girl or boy? Boy. Okay. His name was Max. Okay. Um, and he and his 50-year-old roommate, I guess, um, were, like, stalking Hillary Duff and what? threatening... How do you, as a stalker, find another roommate who's also a stalker? I know. I thought that what was... What are the chances? I thought that was really interesting. That's the way I interpreted the uh-huh. situation. Um, or do you think that living with Max turned this other guy into a stalker super fan? Or did they meet in like a chat room? I was going to say maybe they met online or something, both as big Hillary Duff fans. I don't know, but it's very And concerning. creeps. Okay. Um, but he threatened to kill himself and kill any like enemies that stood in his way. Like Joel Madden was someone he wanted oh, to murder. As an enemy of standing in his way from being with Hillary? Yeah. So he well, was just saying, anyone that would try to keep him apart. So that was what he, his goal was for them to be together. I I don't know. I think regardless, wow, Joel Madden would be in the way of something. A stalker. Wow, <laughs> that's horrific. So what happened? Um, he got sentenced to 117 days in prison. How scary for her. I know. Wow. And so then, did he go back to Russia? I don't know. I, he got sentenced to prison, and that's the last I could find about him. Hmm. Scary, right? Scary, and Max. 117 days? 
Not very long. Not very long at all. It must just be really bizarre and creepy to be like a young woman, especially, and to know that there's like full strangers out there who like think that they know you and like fantasize about like a life with you. It's creepy. It's what happened to Rebecca Schaefer. Yeah. She was the one who was murdered by her stalker, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. Yeah, really unfortunately. Yeah, so scary, so sad. And it's... Oftentimes, I think pretty preventable if these people yeah. had like appropriate mental health. And there health. are, I guess, more laws and things in place. Not that that's going to stop somebody, but but also it can help. It can definitely help. Yeah, it can definitely help. Yeah, I know that the Rebecca Schaefer situ- situation um, was really sad in a lot of ways, and there were a lot of warning signs like yeah. leading yeah. up to it. And super there was still it still happened, but it was super preventable, which is like just so tragic and sad. Yeah, super scary. Um, but our girl Hill got out. Yeah. Got away from that situation, luckily. And um, she's in what year was that? 2007? That was 2006. Okay, so she's 20, yeah. I think. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Um, then the following year, 2007, she and Joel break up. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> Good news for me. <laughs> Good news for Max or Stalker, I guess. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, sorry. Um, they broke up in the middle of her making her newest album, Dignity. Yes. So half the songs are kind of love songs and half the songs are kind of post-relationship songs. I know we talked about Dignity, the song. Yes. Being about Nicole Richie. Yeah. Uh, can you sing Can you sing for the fans who don't just yeah, have it? It's so hard with my voice in my ears, but I'll try. <clears throat> where's your, where's your, where's your Dignity? Did I do it right? Yeah, it actually sounds really good. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I was like, that was way too many where's your... Oh, well, maybe, but... <laughs> where's your, where's your, where's your, where's your... Where's your, where's your, where's your... Oh, guys, page is broken. Now do the other part. Uh, where's your dignity? I think you left it in the Hollywood Hills. You're right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Honestly, so good. And I feel like that line, and I don't mean to skip ahead in the history files, but I do feel like that line kind of not predicted, but also works as a good response to her breakup with Mike Comrie because there was a scandal about him losing his dignity in the Hollywood Hills. And he was basically accused of, and I and I don't even know if it's really an accusation or if it's just true. But I mean, I he guess was we'll never know. Um, what's the word? Like propositioning like waitresses and hostesses um, at some fancy restaurant. Yeah, for sex. Also, he's got like R word allegations as well. Oh, yeah, so that's bad, 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 really bad. But yeah. This was the year they started dating, 2007. <laughs> it is. It is. So I was watching. I was kind Spoiler of Spoiler alert, it doesn't end well. <laughs> or, you know, it does yeah. because they do have um, a beautiful child together. It's true. And apparently they've got a great co-parenting relationship, which is amazing for them. Yes. Um, and for Luca. For Luca, especially, especially for him. And that's all that really matters. But I think it's funny because I like kind of was watching all of this via some old Ellen interviews. So I started in like 2004. Brilliant. Then we go up to 2007, this breakup and the dignity coming out. And Ellen was basically asking her, like, are there breakup songs on here? And Hillary was like visibly annoyed and was like, she was like, I mean, yeah. She's like, there's also songs about when stuff is going great. Yeah. And I was like, you tell her. 
You tell her. That was the original. That's not the truth, Ellen. (laughs) (laughs) That is so good. I embroidered that onto a hoop once. Really? Oh, that's so funny. I don't know why I did that. I just felt um, called to. That's not the truth, Ellen. But then in the interview as well, uh, Ellen's like, so are you dating? And Hillary's like, I'm not dating. Like, I don't know how to date. Like, I'm not good at dating. Mm -hmm. And then in the next interview a year later, she's like, yeah, I'm dating. <laughs> and this is when she's with Mike. Yeah. Yeah, they got married so young. Yeah. Okay, but not, not yet. They started not dating yet. in 2007. 2007. Um, <laughs> then what happens? But Dignity, the album, um, she also sang about her parents' divorce <gasps> on it. Her parents split up this year. Okay, I did not know that. Yeah. And that ex- I kind of predicted that when I was talking about why is dad still in Texas? Oh, yeah. I wonder what happened. I really didn't dig into it. I didn't know that Hillary and I had so much in common. Yeah, yeah, her parents split up. Um, The album was critically acclaimed. Critics loved it. It didn't match the commercial success of her previous albums, however. Mm -hmm. Uh, It debuted at number three, Certified Gold. Wow. With Love, it is continues to be her highest charting single in the U.S., I think it's funny because she wrote, she made the fragrance first. Yeah. And then she did the song to complement the fragrance. Yeah, like a... Yeah. To it, promote it. Is there any other song like that? Yeah, for sure. Really? Named after like a perfume? I think so. Um, I can't think... Of, I'm not like a big perfume head, but that doesn't <laughs> seem like that. Oh, really? It seemed like crazy really? to me. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, we'll see. I rarely am, but... Fans, please write in if there's, like, a Katy Perry song. Uh, I'm sure she has a Daisy yeah. perfume, but which came first? You know, I just think it's funny I mean, that the perfume literal, came first. She literally has a baby named Daisy, named after her album. <laughs> Not necessarily named after her album, but the album was named first. Do you think that Taylor Swift will name her firstborn Speak Now? <laughs> or Wonderstruck, her perfume? Hmm. 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 What is Taylor Swift going to name her first baby? Oh, I don't know. Because I kind of want to say that whatever it is, it's going to become the new Emma. I'm going to say... You know, like it's going to be... I'm making a prediction. Okay. Hmm. Stop it. Stop it. Willow. (laughs) Too Mm. obvious. And too close to Willa. I think she's going to have a boy (gasps) and she's going to name him Everett. Whoa. Everett. Everett James. I can see Everett James. Maybe. Maybe. You're really I, stuck on the song thing. I know. I, I don't think she'll name it after a song. I was going to say Willa, but that's way too close to Joe Jonas's mm-hmm. daughter, Willa. I mean, that is... I do think it'll name. be something earthy, like yeah. Fern, but not Fern. But if I guess if it's Fern, you owe me $100. That's, or, I think Everett is a really good guess. It is a really good guess. It just came to me. I want to I wanna get back to this on another episode when I've really had some time to think. Because yeah, I just was you going... You sprung this on me and I'm not ready. I was going for like... Your instinct, like instinct, first thing that pops into your head, instinct. (laughs) Instinct, James. Um. Okay, so yes, we finally arrived at two thousand eight. Here we are, Uh, and basically, two big things happened this year. Yes. First of all, Hillary is trying to go for this like sexier kind of sex symbol like image. Yeah. She also turns twenty one. Yeah. Which is, I think, definitely related. She does have a birthday every year so far. Um, and this year is 21. The well, that's one. the one where you can drink and you can kind of suddenly start making your image a little edgier. Yeah, she's sexy now. Um, <laughs> the other thing 
that is kind of related um, is 2008 is the year that stuff by Hilary Duff ends. Do you think that it ended because she spent so much time filming more ink in Bulgaria? She is really such a um, like forefront as a like crossover star slash businesswoman. She's yeah. at the forefront of that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's had success as an actress, as a singer, and as like the head of companies. Or yeah, like, like entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. I just think it's really impressive, and I think she was not that she was the first to do it, but she was kind of on the forefront of doing that. Yeah, you know, I. She's impressive. Even if the brand has gone away, doesn't mean that it didn't happen. Oh, yeah. And she had other things. Yeah. You know, she had her, like, collaboration with DKNY. Yes. And uh, stuff like that. And she's now she's doing some Amazon collabs. Yeah. She's doing Amazon stuff. She's got that Carter's collab. Oh, yeah. The children's clothing. Yeah. She does it all. She's in because she has it all. Um. All right. Should we get to... The movie? I guess. Your favorite movie? My absolute favorite movie. Do you have a synopsis for us? Um, I don't. Okay. I will make it up off the cuff as we like to do, unless you happen to secretly have a DVD cover. And I'm not sure I understood this movie. So it's probably best that you you do the synopsis. I will. I will. Full disclaimer. I had to watch it twice. <laughs> I literally had to watch it twice. And I was still like, I had what's to watch, happening? I literally had to watch In Search of Santa twice. So no judgment <laughs> from me. <laughs> OK, well, I can't say that there's no judgment from me now. Yeah, understandable. You clearly just wanted to watch In Search of Santa twice. No, I think I just tuned out. And then by the end, I was like, Wait, pirates? What's going on? So I had to rewatch it. <laughs> okay, well, before I give my synopsis, yeah. I guess I want to encourage our listeners to get a real synopsis online. <laughs> but this is what I think is the movie. Okay. In a satirical, dystopian world where corporations... Uh, are replace countries, comma. John Cusack goes undercover in a Middle Eastern country, fictional, a, a fictional Middle Eastern country, uh, and and works alongside Joan Cusack, something something something, pop star. He's Yannicka Baby. Yeah. The one thing I did get is that he's a hitman. Yeah, he is a hitman. So he's trying to kill somebody. And they say at the beginning of the movie, like, it's literally like trying to be Star Wars, a.k.a. there's text at the beginning of the movie, but it's like, in a world where corporations have replaced countries, they use one man to adjudicate the situation. I'm like, literally, you use the word adjudicate at the beginning of a movie, like... They're trying to impress us already. Yeah, they really are. it worked on me. Okay, here's the real synopsis, because that was terrible. Assassin Brand Hauser. Did not know his first name was Brand. Brand? Like, but that does make sense because this movie is about, like, brands and advertisements and stuff. Okay. Assassin Brand Hauser is sent to Turkestan to carry out a hit. 
Occupied by the U.S. corporation Tamerlane, Turkestan is a potential corporate gold mine just waiting to be exploited. Unfortunately, a Middle Eastern oil minister stands in the way of Tamerlane sucking the region dry of all its resources. Hired to dispose of the meddling minister, Hauser must pretend he is producing a trade show for Tamerlane while he plots the hit. So basically... The U.S. is really taking advantage of the Middle East, and this is like a political, you know, over-the-top dramatization of what is happening. But Mm -hmm. basically, he's in charge of this, like, trade show, and I'm using, you know, quotation marks, where they're, like, selling, you know, American ideals, basically. And they even talk about how they're going to reroute the river of the country to go past the trade show because it's like good advertisement and stuff. And that's, it's supposed to be like, you know, the U S in oil and mm-hmm. the war and Iraq and blah, blah, blah. And I watched John Cusack talk about this movie on the morning Joe just shows how freaking dedicated I am to this <laughs> podcast that I watched old news segments about (laughs) politics from 2008. But basically, John Cusack was hugely involved in um, Obama's original campaign. Mm. And part of why this movie came out then, because I remember thinking, like, this kind of feels like a little too late. Like, considering that the war um, in Iraq, you know, started more like 2001, 2002, and this is a 2008 movie. But John Cusack's talking about how he believes that if you if you elect John McCain, it's going to be the same as George Bush. And he's talking about like the way that John McCain would handle the Middle East as part of it. That's part of something I got from this interview and part of why he produced this movie and story now is because he wanted to help Obama get elected. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, <laughs> I mean, but it's what I it's what I understood from this interview. And yeah. I think part of it is like why I'm lacking the language for this, too, is because I wasn't voting in 2008. No, you know, we were both 13. I mean, we were trying to vote. We mm-hmm. were trying to vote in those, um, you know, mail in ballots, of course. <laughs> but, you know, it's. It's kind of harder for me to explain. Oh, it's about colonization in the Middle East. Like, it's such a big topic. Right. Um, but Too that's big what, for our little brains. For our little brains. I mean, who <laughs> Who are we? Historians? No, yeah, we're hill historians. Hill historians, exactly right. Um, a part of this trade show, too, mm-hmm. is that Yannicka Babia mm-hmm. is getting married. Hillary oh, Duff's yes. character. Yes. There's a wedding. Uh, and they're basically using that as like a front for this hit, I guess. Yeah. So basically the hit is that there is a Tur- Turkestanian. Sure. Sure. There is a middle, <laughs> there is an actual Middle Eastern man who is like looking for a political position in his country. And the United States is like, we can't let a non American be in charge and so they're like he needs to stop meddling in our affairs which is obviously you know a joke because Mm -hmm. we're meddling in theirs and they are asking John Cusack to take out this hit and he starts having like a moral reckoning with himself Mm -hmm. part of which is brought on by his relationship with 
none other than Marissa Tomei. Star-studded cast. Star-studded. Like, quite a cast. And you know that he's struggling with his his more her his morality because when he starts having these like questioning thoughts, what does he do, Paige? <sighs> I tried to forget. <laughs> what does he do? He takes a shot of hot sauce. Mm-hmm. And the hotter the sauce, the hotter the problem. <laughs> Can you believe that? That's why I had to watch this he, movie twice. I was like, what is happening? He literally dumps hot sauce into a shot glass and just yeah. downs it. Downs it, and then he then he shoots three men in the head. Okay, and he's having, like, flashbacks of, like, his beautiful dead wife, you know. Yeah. Who was murdered, obviously, because this is an episode of NCIS. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, he's in the Middle East, so he he starts in Russia, speaking of. Now he's in the Middle East. He meets Marissa Tomei, and then he meets Hilary Duff. Yannicka Baby, yeah. Yannicka Baby, yeah. She is a Middle Eastern pop star who is engaged to a, like, a sheik's son. And And also, like, Hilary Duff as a Central Asian pop star. Well, she has brown hair in this movie. Yes, which, I mean, you got to understand how thrilled I am. We're finally at the brunette Hilary era. (laughs) I've been waiting for this since we started this podcast. (laughs) Finally, representation. Representation matters, and it matters really with Yannicka Baby, yeah. Yeah, part of her, like, more mature, sexy image is her dyeing her hair dark. Okay, so who does Yannicka Baby, yeah, remind you of? Isabella. Isabella. It's literally, literally Isabella. Isabella. Well, originally, Hillary didn't want to take this role because she thought it was kind of too similar to roles that she had already been playing. Yeah. She didn't want to play a pop star again. Yeah. So John Cusack, like, talked her into it, basically. You're kidding. Yeah, no, he had, he, like... That's so funny. Yeah. Because in the interviews that I... I heard from her. She was like, I did this role because it was different than anything I've ever done before, which in a way it was. Absolutely. But also, it's also very similar <laughs> in certain ways. Yeah, she's she was really hesitant to do it at all. I, I mean, I'm glad she did. It definitely was. Yeah, we wouldn't be talking about we're it. We're seeing it and seeing her in a new a newish light. Also, but, after the flop of Material Girls. Yeah, she had to do something. She had to do something. And to work with the Cusacks? I mean, come on. Marissa Tomei? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Okay, but okay, who else does she remind you of? Oh, that was the only one I had. Okay, well, it's just not that she reminds me of this character, but the fact that she is, like, in the Middle East and there's, like, all this war going around them, I am like, is this the adult Cadet Kelly? Okay, that <laughs> one's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, she is yeah. wearing cargo pants. Okay. Camo cargo pants, Paige. You're trying to tell yeah. me that's not Cadet Kelly? No, I We know that she not. was a good dancer. I just said it's a stretch. <laughs> because she has brown hair? Because she's a pop star, a Central Asian pop star. Not in military school. <laughs> well, you have to graduate military school somewhere. In some time. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so... I really... I feel bad I don't have more to say about this movie. It's okay. It was dystopian and very kind of confusing. I have a list of some dystopian elements. Okay, yeah. Do you want to hear some of the most disturbing parts of this movie, or at least things that stood out to me as disturbing, Um, which they did on purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, They have basically like a... Uh, their own version of the Rockettes. Yes. But all of the Rockettes are amputees, and they've had their... They had their limbs blown off from, they call them humane missile strikes. (laughs) 
They're like, these brave women had their legs and arms like blown off because of these humane missile strikes. So we at Tamerlane restored their restored them and got them these like mechanical arms and legs like and now they're in a dance crew together isn't that amazing isn't tamer isn't tamerlane the best which is obviously like they're the ones who who right. hurt them in the first place so that's just stopian element numero uno number two is like the dry cleaning situation to pick up dry mm. cleaning you have to go to an active war zone and you have like soldiers who are basically errand boys and they're like hyped up on adrenaline and they're taking shots of instant coffee and the guy was like so excited that he was like slamming his head against the truck that disturbed me yeah highly (laughs) (laughs) highly disturbed highly disturbed and then another kind of satirical dystopian element is that the journalists it's too dangerous for them to report out in the field. So they go to these like simulated movie theaters of what it's like to be in battle. So bizarre. It's like it's the like feelies a- in um that it in The Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. Oh yeah. I read some of that. <laughs> Sorry, what were you about I to say? Get through it. Oh, these little movie theaters were like the, it reminds me of like something at Disneyland. Yes, yes. You sit With on the, the smell-o-vision. Exactly. And the the four D. The chairs shake. Like it's supposed to be this like experience. Yeah. And so they bizarre. even have a microchip that they put in you. That Marissa Tomei is like, no thanks. Yeah. Mm-mm, I'll pass. I just like it was crazy. And it's also like, is this I couldn't tell if if um it was just saying like one thing or if it was also saying like that the journalists don't even get to report on the truth because they're seeing like oh, for sure. simulations and that maybe this isn't even the real footage. I mean, probably it isn't. Yeah. No, I definitely thought that journalist element was part of it because they focus so much about that. I mean, obviously, that's her character, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, it felt like the movie was more about the journalist situation than it was about the hit. Yeah, well, he also needed someone to kiss, you know. Someone to smooch. Do you think John Cusack, because he was so involved in the production of this, he's like, who do I want to kiss? Yeah. Marissa Tomei. Yeah. 100%. I would want to kiss Marissa Tomei. Yeah. I mean, it's awkward. I When I like directed my web series, I co-directed it, we also had to pick the character that... We had to pick the actor that I yeah. was going to kiss. And I was felt so creepy being in auditions because I was like, I'm really just auditioning my love interest. Like, that, there's something, like, kind of... Um, but you're professional. Yeah, but... It's not weird. They don't know that. <laughs> they can only hope. I was just rating them one out of ten based on their appearance to their face. But yeah, yeah I think it, it up was, like a It was professional, yeah. yeah. And I had them wear, like, little bikinis. You know, the classic. Casting stuff. But, okay, the one thing about... Oh, wait, one more thing is that at the trade show, they have a whole section that's called Be Tolerant. And the guy who runs that section has a tattoo that says, like, fuck. And then I think it names, like, a group of people. I'm not positive because I couldn't understand the word, but it felt like he had a hateful tattoo. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Um, really funny. Which I thought was pretty funny. It's like ridiculous so it was such clear irony so direct very in your face which it this movie isn't pretending not to be in your face totally yeah it's it knows what it is for sure which i do kind of like but something that was confusing about this is that i took i thought it took place in the like way way future yeah but it doesn't really yeah because they talk about katie couric oh and i'm like this can't be the way way future if katie what did they say about her they're like this is going to be on katie couric Mm. So, like, Katie Kirk's still on the air. Yeah. 
Well, she probably will be forever. So it still could be the way, way future. I guess it still could be the way, way future, but not that way, way. Or maybe it's another journalist named Katie Couric. Mm, You're probably right. Someone names their kid Katie Couric. And then she's like, well, now I gotta be a journalist on yeah. TV. Yeah. Well, it's my destiny. <laughs> I guess that is the only response to that. Right? What a crazy movie. <laughs> Do you know where it was filmed? I don't. Bolivia? Bulgaria. 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 I think you said that earlier. So that's what I thought I was right. Yeah, you're, you were. Okay, something funny about this. Since this movie came out in 2008, do you know that its official website is a MySpace page? No way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I was. I made my roommate watch this with me for the second time because I was so confused. I was like, <laughs> can you just like let me know? Can you tell me what is going on? And then she was like, having us fast forward towards the end she's like this is a lot and I was like no you're right and yeah. I've seen it already um but she like did some research and she's like this is a MySpace page wow that is so funny I gotta check it out everyone go check it out what's the website myspace.com myspace.com probably slash, slash okay. war Inc. yeah just search war Inc. yeah movie and MySpace. The myspace will come up pretty quickly that's so funny um I do have a fun I do have a fun fact okay one of I the, love facts. One of the soldiers in this movie is played by Bill Cusack. Oh, John and Joan's older brother. That's so cute. I know. And he this doesn't is, act. He doesn't does act. He? No. no. But this is the 10th movie that John and Joan have done together, too. Which I, I knew they had done cute. a lot. I like the idea of like him writing a script and just writing a, a role for his sister in there. Yeah. Like, I also that's saw... That's so sweet. I also saw that... Um, the cast considered this like a sequel to Gross Point Blank because it was a lot of the same cast. Aww. John and Joan are both in it. I think Marissa Tomei's in it. Like, oh, really? Okay, yeah, well, I haven't like, seen that, so. It's good. It's a good one. It is? I think he's a hitman in it as oh. well. Is it's he like, named Brand Hauser? No. Okay. But he goes An to, unofficial like, sequel. That Yeah, the cast considered it like a sequel. That is funny. Yeah. That is funny. Well, do you have any favorite quotes? No, I didn't write any down. <laughs> I forget that you do this quotes thing, and I try to usually like bring something to the table, but it's I just okay. completely it's okay. forgot. Well, I already told you one of mine, which is the humane missile strikes. Oh, yeah. Um, but then also, I just loved this. The guy's talking on the phone, and he's like, what do you mean the, like officiant can't do a mixed wedding and he goes yannica's episcopalian how the fuck did that happen (laughs) i do remember that that was good which is just so funny and then of course we find out how that happened Mm -hmm. which is i mean do we want to say yeah i think we have to obviously spoilers this is a this is a huge spoiler and it's kind of the whole point of the movie yeah and it makes me feel icky (laughs) It makes me feel really icky. So maybe leading up to it, we should say that when Yannicka and John Husak, a.k.a. Brandhauser, first make eye contact, there's like an instant connection between them. She is attracted to him. There's a spark. Yes. There's a spark. Well, yeah, I don't. He is not attracted to her, just to be clear. He's not attracted to her. She is definitely attracted to him, though. Yes, but it's also it's like. It's we know that there's a noted moment, right? Mm -hmm. Like for her, we can tell it's attraction for him. It's something else. So then he's witnessing her perform and she's doing this very sexy dance and he is like not into it and she can tell that he's not into it. And so then she goes like overboard trying to get him into it and like 
comes. Not, he's he's not just not into it. He vomits. He literally vomits. He throws up on Marissa Tomei <laughs> after watching Yannicka Baby As performance. Yes, and she is like licking a gun and yeah. like you know what's, humping a what's stage. What's the song called? It's called I Want to Blow You. Oh, was up. that? I thought that it was the Bang Bang one. Bang Bang something something. Oh, maybe, but it's like yeah, I it's want to blow you up. I want to blow you. Uh, and that's when she's like in the camo and I was like, okay, Cadet Kelly. <laughs> Just talking so about funny. war. I'm like, mm, Cadet <laughs> Kelly much? Okay, he literally throws up. Mm-hmm. So then Yannicka Baby Yat like confronts him about it and she comes into his office and she's like, <gasps> and she has this terrible accent and she's like, oh, it's so bad. Why do you, why do you not think I am sexy? Why don't she you like my ass? She literally sounds like Isabella. She sounds like Isabella. Hilary Duff can do one accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's not anything specific or identifiable. I kept wanting to go, <laughs> who are you going to believe? This boy, you're annoying your, your whole life. life? <laughs> <laughs> or someone who tells you, you shine like the light from the sun. Okay, so imagine this voice and she's like, you don't like my ass. She's also so thin that it's like, kind yeah. of like, what ass, girl? Like, I mean, it's not, I mean. Hillary Duff has a great ass. Yeah, I, I will say now, but I, I she think. She had a good ass then too. Okay, yes, I'm not body shaming her. <laughs> I'm just thinking it's kind of funny, like. It was a pretty small ass. Like, she was very tiny. I think it's. I think she's always had a nice ass, even when she was really skinny. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe you just weren't looking hard enough. Oh, I mean, I was looking. <laughs> she then climbs onto the desk. She's actively trying to seduce him. Mm-hmm. It's really graphic. He, again, does, does she kiss him? Or does she, she just... She tries to. She tries he pulls to. pulls away. He pulls away, and he leaves. Mm-hmm. Or she runs out, and he's like, don't leave while you're upset. Okay. <laughs> So then we hear about his backstory, which, of course, is that his wife was killed Mm -hmm. and his daughter taken. She's been missing. She's been missing. Huh. I wonder what (laughs) is going to happen. I wonder what the twist is going to be. When you're telling it like this. Well, for me, I was like, I literally was like, oh. Yeah. And I thought it even before. I thought it when, as soon as I saw that the dead wife was like by a baby carriage, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. (laughs) So he's gonna fuck his daughter or. uh, Luckily, no. Yeah. But also still disgusting because then they find out basically that it was his daughter and that his enemy, Ben Kingsley, um, which. Oh, yeah, we forgot to mention Ben Kingsley. She really has worked with some incredible people. I mean,. She's incredible herself. Yes. I mean, some incredible people have had the opportunity to work with an even more incredible person. There you go. Hillary Duff. Yeah. Sorry, guys. That was weird. (laughs) (laughs) But he basically kidnapped her and then purposely turned her into, I think I saw a review that was like a bastardized pop star colonialism, like something or other, blah, blah, blah. AKA, he turned her into someone that he would hate and that he wanted her to be at his wedding like or Ben Kingsley wanted John Cusack at this bizarre wedding I yeah I couldn't tell if Ben Kingsley was like the good guy or the bad guy no no he's definitely the bad guy because I know but then at the end they had like a moment he definitely was the bad guy it was very confusing at the end but it's hard not to like Ben Kingsley so true so likable (laughs) there's one thing one element of Mm -hmm. this that I think is kind of significant okay and that's when 
Yannicka Baby Yeah puts a scorpion in her pants. Oh, I oh, that didn't stick out to me. <laughs> you really rushed right over it. When you search War Inc. Hillary Dove, yeah. all scorpion pictures. And she really had to, like, do that. Did she? Like, well, she had to pick it up. I don't know if she actually had to drop oh, it in her yeah. pants, but I heard her talking about it in an interview, and she's actually holding, like, right above where the pincher was, but oh. she she was like, I did it, and she's like, I'm a Texas girl. yeah. I guess Bad that's not that scary. ass. No, <laughs> that's her. not that scary. For her. For Paige, we both lived in Texas. Would you ever pick up a scorpion? No, but I had like scorpions in my house and stuff. Yeah. But <laughs> would you ever pick one up? Not if I was getting paid like Hillary Duff was for this movie, sure. Oh, okay. Okay. No, <laughs> right? I guess for, I didn't think about money. <laughs> I wouldn't just do it for fun. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't just put it in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> but she was like being all sexy in front of Joan Cusack. Oh, Joan Cusack. <laughs> Really trying to seduce Joan. Uh, John. Yeah. She's like making direct eye contact and drops it into her pants. And then she like, makes... And she acts like it's like like it feels good. She's like, ooh. Well, then she makes her fiance take it out. Yeah. And that's really sexy. Yeah. So <laughs> sexy. Anyway, then... That she, felt important to mention. Yeah. It, it's super important to mention. And I, it's probably what a lot of people associate her with. I imagine, at least when I think of this movie. And this crowd of people. Like, I feel yeah. like they haven't seen any other Hillary Duff movies. So when they think Hillary Duff, they're like, oh, scorpion pants girl? That, that brunette girl that puts scorpions in her pants? And tries to uh, seduce her dad? <laughs> that girl that's hot for her dad? <laughs> Um, Disgusting. Yeah. Honestly, so gross. It's terrible. When they revealed it, I was like, no, 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 please no. That was horrible. So gross. That was horrible. Yeah. Speaking of. Speaking of horrible. No. I was kidding. I was going to segue into love interest. Oh. But we got to finish here. <laughs> I have one more quote. Yeah, let's hear and it. And it's just, I like killing people as much as the next guy. He's like, hey, I like killing people as much as the next guy, but I'm starting to feel bad about killing all these like that's pretty good, like choir teachers and you know Catholic missionaries and stuff. That would be a good quote to put on something. Oh, like a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. I like killing people as much as the next guy. I would want just the lyrics to blow, blow, to blow you, you up. up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get arrested. I want to like blow you. Up. Wear that to the airport. Yannicka, baby, I literally sounds like Anna Delvey. Yeah, and her <laughs> accent's annoying too. Yeah, she's like, I already wired you the money, oh, John I Cusack. Hate it. <laughs> I could not finish inventing Anna. I could, but I had just moved to LA and I was inventing hope. <laughs> so I based my whole LA personality off of what she did. I mean, I, can uh, tell. I haven't done that. But thanks I, for your dinner, by the way. <laughs> I based mine off of um, Elizabeth Holmes. Oh, she's, good. She's my idol. Yeah, no, and things are going really well for her. <laughs> Congrats to her. Okay, wait, I have a quiz for you before we get into okay. our love interest. Um, Hillary Duff requests oh. certain food uh-huh. in this movie. And then John Cusack brings it to her later as like a little bribe to, to get back in her good graces when he walks in on her singing the guitar. And it's like, oh, oh yeah. she is. a She does have a soul. Mm-hmm. What is the food? I actually do know this one. Okay. It's pickles. It's pickles. And she what else? It's pickles. Pickles and? Oh, I thought it was just pickles. Pickles and? What? It comes from a fast food restaurant? Pickles and? What's the fast food restaurant? Oh, 
Popeyes? Yeah. Yeah. Pickles and Popeyes. <laughs> Which is really cute because Hillary Duff's real favorite food is pickles. And the Popeyes that they go to is like a front for a, what is, he, remember when he goes to the Popeyes and then yeah. they bring him through the like freezer? Yeah. I just kind of liked that. I do too. <laughs> I do too. Which is kind of cool. <laughs> it's also, okay, one more thing about how weird this movie was, but when they had the like, at the like Tamerlane, they had these like Viceroy picture. They had like a TV that said Viceroy. Oh, uh-huh. And then it was all these faces that were flashing. Yeah. And there was Trump's face on one of them. And then immediately after, Henry Winkler. Ugh. I'm like, don't put those two faces no. next to each other. My fave. I know. Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Just kidding. <laughs> Henry Winkler is my fave, though, and he is not a fan of Donald Trump. Should follow him on Twitter. Follow. It's really entertaining. And this podcast is sponsored by Henry Winkler's Twitter. I think it's like H. Winkler 4 or something. Aw. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. You couldn't even get his name? So Dude, wholesome. That's, that's so cute. All he posts is like, pictures of him fishing oh i've been following he just hit a million followers but i've been following him for forever <laughs> i think i was one of his first like ten thousand followers <laughs> congrats <laughs> thank you my claim to fame i've been following henry, henry winkler since show, before it was cool <laughs> have you watched the show claim to fame yes dude only because it so comes good. on after the bachelorette oh my gosh it's so good i've only i've only seen some of it oh uh, it maybe I after think, we're done podcasting we'll watch it it scratches the same itch for me that mass singer does oh yeah because it's like ooh, and you have clues. a big mask singer itch yeah dude i love mass singer <laughs> i do think it's funny with that show simone biles sister is literally her twin like oh, yeah it's not literally her twin right. but they look identical it's episode like one, who couldn't figure that out yeah episode one there's just a super cut of everyone being like Simone Biles. Oh. <laughs> we know it's Simone Biles. Like, like it's so obvious. Yeah, you guys can't even pretend yeah. that it wouldn't be Simone Biles. Right. Like it's like everyone's just kind of. It's funny they're all just kind of like winking at each other. They're like, oh yeah, oh, oh you're Louise. related to an actor. Oh yeah, <laughs> silly. So funny. All right, should we do love interest? Yeah, let's do love interest. Okay, well, the first one I guess is her fiance. Yes. Who in the first like thirty seconds of being on screen hits her. Yeah, he's disgusting. So, so he's. I will negative in the negatives. Negative 10? Negative 10. Yeah. And then, of course, the other love interest is her father. Yeah. Negative 1,000. (laughs) As a love interest for her. Yeah. That's all I mean. As a love interest for Marissa Tomei. Love. 10. Yeah. A 10. Love interest for his daughter. Negative 10,000. Negative. We're on the same page. We don't need to fight about it. (laughs) Honestly. What if I, like, went, what if I was, like, really defending. Yeah, what if you were like, I don't know, a four. They're like, they weren't raised together. They didn't, yeah. Uh, okay, tag yourself. Hmm. The scorpion? <laughs> I wish. I'm going to go ahead and tag myself as John Cusack. Oh, you always tag yourself as the main character. I love it. <laughs> oh, I meant to say Joan. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, she is the main character. She is, no, she, no. No, she is. Joan Cusack. I'm definitely love, not John. I love Joan. Joan. Um... Yeah, I don't know what I would be. Marissa, because she has brown hair. So does Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> then be, be no. Be I'd Hillary be Marissa. Okay. She's got brown hair. She kisses John Cusack, and I think he's cute. He's dreamy. Ooh. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have a crush on John Cusack. <laughs> I th- hey, John, I'm if like, you're don't listening. tell, don't tell. 
edit this out. <laughs> gotta cut this. I gotta edit this out. <laughs> Shoot. Oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Okay, we need to move on. God, please. Well, um, I guess this is an appropriate time to mention that we have a deleted scene coming up. Yeah. From our friend and... <laughs> you look so unsure when you said friend. I said friend because I'm like, he's our friend, but he's also... Uh, friend? He's also our mentor? Uh, uh, brother? Brother and lover? Lover? <laughs> and... In many ways, sister. Hmm. He's our, <laughs> honestly, he's our categories host, so we mm-hmm. we have to give him a good intro or he could, we you could know, get cut off retaliated from against. Night. Yeah. Ooh. Well, without any further ado, please get your hands together, start clapping for Clay Flayton. Hi, my name is Clay Flayton, and I'm going to be reading a deleted scene from War, Inc. I will be playing the part of Yonica and my friend Connor. We'll be playing John Cusack. All right, here we go. Exterior, Tarakistan, night. John Cusack walks up to Yonica, who sings quietly in the dusty wind, her back to him. I look at the stars, I want to kiss them with tongue. That's really good, daughter. Thanks, daddy. Just a little something I cooked up while I was having sex last night. TMI, baby. Yonica giggles. Even her laugh seems to have an accent. It seems as if all kinds of secrets are being revealed lately, no? Damned if I say no. Would you be mad if I told you another? I'm not sure if it will have the happy ending you want. Oh, Yannicka, I don't mind. Also, please stop making these sexual jokes of me. We found out I'm your dad, remember? Yes, but I did not grow up with you in the same house and see you every day in that way. So I don't have that view of you really cemented in my head. But I will stop. Anyways, Daddy, I have a secret. What is it, baby? I am not who I say I am. You aren't my daughter? No, I am your tight little girl. But I'm not Yannicka. Who are you, sweetie? What do you mean? A tear rolls down Yannicka's cheek as she takes a slow, sharp inhale. I... I am not Yannicka. I... I am Lizzie. What? I am Lizzie McGuire. Who is Lizzie McGuire? Just a normal girl, or she was, until pretending to be a pop star and performing at the Coliseum changed her life. I don't My life. Understand. My life. I don't understand. I was just a girl from California who got to be a pop star for a blink in time. I pretended to be a real pop star at least. Who? Isabella Fettuccini. The Italian pop sensation. Yes. I thought she died in a forest fire. She did, but this was before that. Listen to me. I am. I didn't want to just be Lizzie ever again. No one understood what it was like. The glitz and the glamour. Nothing would ever match that high. The high of the Colosseum. I tried to reach it by becoming a daredevil. Then I did cocaine, heroin... I was shoving crack rocks up my ass just to sneak into the movie theater. But nothing matched that feeling I got stepping onto that stage that warm June night, becoming a pop star. 
So I decided to pack up and leave ninth grade. I left California. My family thinks I was kidnapped. At least that's what I made it look like. I even pricked my own fingers so I could smear blood on my bedroom wall, make it believable that Lizzie was gone forever. After that, I left for good. I even had to blackmail my best friends Gordo and Miranda because they knew too much. Oh, sweetie. Getting out was the easy part. I hid inside a grandfather clock and mailed myself overseas. Until finally, land. After that, I lived in a cave in the sedan for months, working small shifts here and there at the local newspaper shack until, until I found her, Yonica. She was inside me all along. I put on the accent, moved to Turakistan, and never looked back. I started a new identity as Yonika, this time for good. Wow. I've been Yonika for 20 years, and I'm never going back. Um, I love you no matter what you do. Promise you won't tell anyone? Yes. Wait, so are you my real daughter? No, I'm not. Huh. Sorry. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. Thank you, Clay. Thank you so much, Clay. Clay. We, you nailed it. Nailed it. As we, always. We weren't surprised, but you really came. You really came prepared. Follow Clay. Yes. Also follow his uh, his comedy. Yeah, Dump, Dump Cake, Cake. Cl- Dump Cake Comedy. Yep, they're and on then YouTube. Clay Flayton, C L A Y F L A T E N. Just go to us and see who we're following. Yeah, and then follow him from there. Yeah, and really make sure that, that you're following us. That's kind of the main takeaway here. Yeah, follow us. Yeah, History Duffs. History on Duffs. Instagram. History Duffs on TikTok. Mm-hmm. History Duff Podcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hope's phone number is. <laughs> you can also just follow at Paige Smith and at, at Paige Cat Smith. Oh, Cat Smith. Sorry. Yeah. Paige Smith was taken for some reason. That's so weird. There's Who knew that Paige was such a common name? <laughs> Honestly, you would be shocked or maybe you wouldn't be shocked at how many people think my handle is Paige Cat Smith because I like cats. <laughs> First of all, I don't. Yeah. Second of all, if I did really like something, why would I just put it between my two names? If I was like... Yeah, like that would be like if it was like Hope Hillary Duff Carew. Yeah. Just because I like her. Paige Cheeseburger Smith. Okay, that has a ring to it. We've been talking about stage names for forever. I would love to be Paige Burger. Paige Burger. Burger was my favorite of Carrie's boyfriends on yeah. Sex and the City, and I think it's just because I like his name. I liked him for a while, but I'm Team Aiden. Yeah, no, he... Burger then brings li- brings up with her own. Say it with me. Post it note. Not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> but we're looking. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for joining us. Thank for you for joining episode. us, Clay, and listeners, and Paige. We've officially entered Hillary's brunette era and her indie movie era. So the next few are going to be... Is this indie? This is... Yeah, this was like... Indie. Ooh, I mean, I think John Cusack, I think box well, office. Indie is also like studios have their own like indie like oh. wing or whatever. Like indie is not truly like uh-huh. independent. Their indie era. Um, That's funny. My mom's dog's name is Indie. So I'm like, I'm going to your indie, indie era. era. Yeah. 
That's a great Taylor Swift's kid. <gasps> Taylor, if you're listening, you have full permission. You have full permission to use that Ivy. Ooh, that's another Taylor name. Ooh, yeah. All right. All right. Well, Let's let the people go. I'm Hope Carew. I'm Paige Smith. And, and this, this was History Duffs. Duffs.